Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Howdy. Welcome to another episode of the Ted in Your Head podcast. I am your host, Ted Moreno. I'm a hypnotherapist and high-performance coach, and I'm in my 17th year of private practice. I help people to get rid of the head trash, which is negative thinking, uh, limiting beliefs. I help people move that stuff out. We can just sum that up and call it bad programming. I help people acknowledge their talents, skills, and abilities. I call this talking some truth to your beautiful self. And then the path to transformation involves setting intentions for how you want to live your life. So I call this tackling the trash, talking truth, and transforming your mind. And I'll tell you how to get in touch with me. If any of this sounds remotely interesting to you, you can get in touch with me. We can talk about it. For now, we're going to get into today's podcast, which is dealing with screen addiction. Yeah, dramatic pause there. Dealing with screen addiction. So um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Calm app. So I have the Calm app on my phone. My wife is a big fan of the Calm app. And I was uh, listening to a uh, kind of a, a, a what they call a master class, right? They have these experts come in and talk about different subjects. And one of the subjects was screen addiction. And it was a very, very interesting um, three-part talk by a gentleman named Dr. Adam Alter. Okay, and this is on the Calm app, great app. And Dr. Adam Alter wrote the book Irresistible, which is about um, screen addiction. So a lot of the information in today's podcast is going to come from information I got from Dr. Adam Alter. So check this out. There are 2.5 billion smartphones in the world today. As you know, smartphones and screens and tablets and laptops have become a very, very important part of our lives. But as you probably know, there is a downside to this type of technology. Steve Jobs, the inventor of the iPhone, uh, was being interviewed, and the interviewer asked him, hey, I'll bet your kids uh, are really having fun with these gadgets. And Steve Jobs said, and maybe you know, Steve Jobs said, oh, we don't let them. We don't let them uh, get on these uh, smartphones. No, no, we're going to hold off until they're a little bit older. Interestingly enough, many tech Leaders in the tech industry say the same thing because they know of the dangers of screen addiction. And when I talk about screen addiction, I'm talking about social media addiction. And there's a lot of reasons why people become addicted to screens and social media and the news, etc. I'm not going to go into all of these reasons, and I also want to mention that there is controversy about calling this an addiction, but the need to continue to consume, even though you know it's not good for you, is one of the hallmarks of an addiction. So 
it's important to acknowledge that iPhones and, and, and social media platforms and, and applications, they are designed to keep you coming back for more. So let's be very clear about this. It's built into the design of these things to keep you coming back for more. And the way that happens, one of the fascinating way that, that that's happened is um, stopping cues have become obsolete. What is a stopping cue? Well, for example, let's say you're reading a book and you come to the end of the chapter. That's a stopping cue. So that at that point, you have the choice to continue to read or to close the book and put it away. If you are reading the newspaper and you finish an article, that's a stopping cue. You can choose to read another article or put the newspaper down uh, before social media and before the uh, uh, preponderance of screens. If you watch the TV show, the TV show would end. That's a stopping cue. But today, if you watch Netflix, if you're, if you're watching your favorite uh, series on Netflix, you know what happens. There's no stopping cue. If you just sit there, you don't have to do anything, and the next episode will start. If you're scrolling on Facebook, you can scroll, 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 and before you know it, maybe hours have passed. On YouTube, when one video ends, if you know, unless you have this disabled, the next video will start. So these are stopping cues which are designed to keep us uh, consuming whatever it is that we're consuming. News is the same way. Um, most people underestimate the amount of time they're on their phone. The average time that people are on their phone is four hours a day. Let's say that you're awake for 16 hours. That's a quarter of your waking life that you're on your phone. Let me ask you a question. Can, right now, can you reach your phone without moving your feet? Most people have their phone close enough where they don't even have to get up out of their chair and move their feet. Now think about that, okay? There are four areas in which there, are, there can be detrimental causes, detrimental effects of cell phone usage heavy cell phone usage, and they fall under the fields of social, psychological, uh, financial, and physical consequences. So these are the consequences that come from extreme cell phone usage. So uh, physical uh, consequences, of course, when we're using our cell phones, we're not moving our bodies. We're sitting, okay? Unless you're taking a walk, looking, listening to a podcast, that's different. But most people are sitting there with their heads bound, giving themselves text neck, uh, spending lots of time on their phones. And I'm just so, it's so frustrating to constantly remind my kids, get off your phone, play your ukulele, um, read a book, go outside and ride your skateboard. You know, it's a constant battle that I'm sure many other parents can, can relate to. Um, not only that, but, you know, if you're walking down the street looking at your cell phone, I mean, I think you've seen the videos of people walking into poles, almost getting hit by cars, uh, tripping over stuff. You know, if you're um, trying to text or, or look at your cell phone while you're driving, obviously that's very, very uh, detrimental to your physical well-being. 
you know, financially, uh, people buy all kinds of stuff online because one of the purposes of advertising is to make it easy for you to buy. Click on this link. You go to the link. You click on PayPal. Boom. It's on its way to your front door. So it's easy to overspend um, by spending a lot of time on your cell phone. Uh, cell phone usage also cuts into people's productivity. Um, when we think about uh, social consequences, the social consequences, of course, if we're on our cell phone, we're not looking into somebody's eyes. We're not spending time with our loved ones. And next time you go out to eat, I know that sounds silly because nobody's going out to eat right now, but I'm sure you've noticed, and maybe you've done it yourself, you go to a restaurant and you know, couples are sitting together and they're both on their cell phones. They're, they're not talking. They're not enjoying each other's company. They're on their cell phones. Okay. And even in my own family, sometimes, you know, everybody's on their cell phone or device. Now, granted, you know, we're working and the kids are in school, but after that, I, I'm trying to do everything I can to get people off their cell phones and, hey, let's, let's get together and watch a movie together. So yes, our social life suffers from, um, Endless use of a screen. There's psychological consequences as well, okay? And there's a long list of them. One of the things that most people don't realize is um, people use their cell phones to keep from being bored, okay? So we've become very resistant to boredom, yet boredom is an essential component of creativity, when you're bored and your mind has space, that's when ideas come. That's when revelations come. But we're not allowing ourselves any space anymore to be bored. Uh, and, and, you know, when you're scrolling uh, through your phone, when you're going from one video to the next, you know, it, you're not mindful. It's, it's a, the, the exact definition of mindless, being mindless, right? So that's just a, a short list of the detrimental effects of not only screen addiction, but, but heavy cell phone usage. So what do you do about this? There's a number of different things you can do. And, and if you have a cell phone addiction, definitely get some help and start by doing some research about what you can do. But one of the first things is to admit, yeah, I'm spending too much time on my phone and then set a goal. I want to spend less time. And so you can begin to break this down. Start by asking yourself, why, why am I doing this? Why am I spending so much time on my phone? What is your cell phone usage doing for you? Is it keeping you from being bored? Is it acting like an adult pacifier, keeping you from being anxious? Why are you spending so much time on your phone? Ask yourself that if, if that's a problem. And then what you can do, and there's apps that can remind you, hey, you've been on your cell phone for two hours now. You can set alarms and you can set a schedule. Hey, during this time, I'm going to engage on my cell phone. I'm going to do social media, et cetera. And this other time, I'm going to be off my cell phone. Set limits for yourself and for, for your family. For instance, no cell phones at the dinner table. For children, this is so critical. No cell phones um, in the bedroom, no cell phones in bed, and follow that own, uh, that own directive yourself. Um, one of the things about uh, the blue light 
emanating from cell phones is it tricks your mind into thinking that it's daytime. And this will keep you from, sleep, from sleeping. Being on a screen uh, right before you go to bed will interfere with your sleep. There's a lot of chemical reactions that take place involving mel melatonin and other things like that. I'm not going to go into that, but it, get off your cell phone an hour and a half before the time you plan to sleep and see if that helps. If being on your cell phone is a substitute for boredom or helping you not being bored, then find a substitute for your cell phone. For instance, reading a book, riding a bike, taking a walk, getting outdoors. Okay, so find substitutes for boredom, things to keep you busy that don't involve being on your cell phone. And try to be mindful about what's going on with screens and, and particularly with social media. Take a step back and really try to get a sense of how this is affecting our society. And certainly, um, you know, today is January 8th, 2021. The events of the past few days can really brought home to everybody the impact of, uh, of social media for good or ill. And I hope you know what I'm talking about. So understand what these applications and, 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 and screens and social media apps are trying to do. And then take steps to remedy that. Last thing I want to say about that is, you know, we still don't know. And, and by we, I mean a society and particularly scientists, social scientists, psychologists, have no clue yet how kids of today are going to grow up with the effect of cell phone usage and how that impacts their brains. But it does change a person's brain. That's been proven. So, you know, somebody's going to change your brain or you're going to change it yourself. That choice is up to you. So good luck with that. We're all struggling, right? Good luck. So there's your Ted in the Head podcast for today. If you want to get in touch with me, <laughs> you want some help with your uh, screen addiction, you can go to tedmoreno.com. Click on the contact menu. We'll, uh, I'll get in touch with you within uh, 48 hours. We'll have a short conversation. You can make an informed decision about whether hypnotherapy is right for you or not. Probably is. Go to tedinyourhead.com to find a little bit more about my podcast and to view previous episodes. And uh, I'm on all the usual social media outlets. How ironic, right? We are just talking about that, right? <laughs> hey, if you don't want to connect with me on social media because you're trying to cut down on your cell phone usage, I definitely acknowledge you, and that's perfectly fine, all right? So in closing, let me leave you with a quote by Nassim Nicholas Taleb, who said, the difference between technology and slavery is that slaves are fully aware that they are not free. Whoa, snap. All right, listen, you take good care of yourself. Stay safe. We'll talk soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted In Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor 
for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.